This is Matt. I'm the lead pastor at Westminster Baptist Church. Thanks for engaging God's word with us. My prayer for you is that this would be supplemental to your discipleship journey. Uh, If we can connect you with a local church or discipleship group, uh, please contact us at info at discoverwbc.com. All right, well, as Brandon and Miles come, I want to share with you a little bit why they're here. Brandon, uh, for the past five years, I've been able to disciple him, but he's also just one of my best friends, and uh, I've loved him. He's invested in me deeply. His wife has invested in my wife. Children know my children. Um, He's my brother in Christ uh, fully. Uh, His integrity, his leadership, his... uh, um, He's like a, uh, the strongest ship you could have in the middle of the most difficult storm you could take uh, for me. And uh, he just doesn't waver. It's like if any, any wave hits him, he's just solid, you know. Uh, so he's been that solid rock for me, but he's also been iron sharpens iron for me in many ways. Um, so I've been able to invest in him, but he's invested in me deeply. But also, he's been able to invest in Miles. So Brandon's been discipling Miles uh, for quite some time now. So um, it's been a blessing for me to be able to pour into Brandon, and I know it's been a blessing for Brandon to be able to pour into Miles. And so it's my joy to be able to share this time uh, with my brothers, um, whom I love, both who have been coming to this church for quite some time. And uh, we're excited to hear about y'all's testimony and what God has for us today. Thanks, Thanks so, for having us, Matt. Appreciate you, man. Good morning, church. <laughs> Good morning. <laughs> uh, I shared this with the 8 o'clock, but um, Julia Landrum was at, uh, a member of this church, was at one of uh, our FCA fundraisers uh, the first week that Matt moved here. Um, Julia was at the fundraiser and pulled Matt and I together and was like, you guys need to get coffee. (laughs) And so we had coffee and here we are. Um, So uh, thank you for uh, Julia and WBC and um, just the love that you've shared to us and our family and Matt, your investment in me. So um, we're excited. We're excited to dive in and um, what what God has done through uh, Miles and this local community. So... um, just to kick us off, to give us a little bit of context of who I am um, and why we're here. This is my good friend, Miles Taylor. Everybody meet Miles. Hey. <laughs> uh, I'm Brandon Johnson. Uh, I was called into full-time ministry in 2012 to serve local sports community through the organization of the Fellowship of Christian Athletes. I went to Westminster High School and just felt called to this community. So 2012, joined FCA staff, full-time ministry, uh, and so I got deeply invested at Westminster High School, and at that time, Miles was a senior in high school. Um, So we had deep involvement with FCA at Westminster on the campus and with teams like the football team and lacrosse team, and Miles was really invested in the sports community uh, at Westminster. So he and I connected a number of times. Um, The goal today is to dive into 1 Peter 2. Uh, Really, we're going to jump back a little bit to what Glenn shared last week in verses 9 and 10. And then we're going to jump into verses 11 and 12, and we're going to weave together uh, the story that God has written um, between Miles and I uh, and the incredible story he's written in Miles' life. Um, through the past 11 years. So we're just uh, honored to be up here and uh, to share the journey God has together. Let's dive in. So if you have your word, um, I think we have um, 1 Peter 2, 9 and 10. 
We're, we're jumping back a little bit to last week, but the, the first section of scripture that we're going to dive into, we are defining what you are and whose you are. And so we're going to read these scriptures, and then Miles and I are going to share a little bit about what it means to us. 1 Peter 2, 9 and 10. But you are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people for his possession, so that you may proclaim the praises of the one who called you out of darkness and into a marvelous light. Once you were not a people, but now you are God's people. You had not received mercy, but now you have received mercy. Peter's talking to believers who are dispersed uh, throughout the region um, uh, that Matt talked about um, in the first sermon in this journey, Pontus, Galatia, Cappadocia, Asia, and beyond. And he's urging, confirming a reminder and encouragement of who you are and who they are. Peter defines what we are called out of, that is darkness. Uh, Jesus tells us in the Sermon on the Mount that you are the light of the world, a city that is set on a hill that cannot be hid. You have a new identity out of darkness into a marvelous light. Miles, take us back to 2012. Uh, we're at Westminster High School. FCA's just, uh, I just joined staff, and you get heavily invested with FCA. Tell us about that journey. Uh, so back in 2012, I was a senior at Westminster High School. And I was called to high school. I was heavily involved with the, uh, the sports program. I went to every sporting event, lacrosse, basketball, football, and that was my community. And uh, uh, my senior year, during football season, uh, a couple of my friends invited me to fellowship with Christian athletes. They were out in huddled. Uh, very early in the morning, it was like 6.30, it's way too early for me. <laughs> but, but like, like I said, I had friends, and like, I was looking for a community to connect with. And from then on, we just started diving into the Bible, and like, like Ben does in the scripture, so you find a new identity in the Lord. Mm, and amen. that's what I did when I started joining FDA, and uh, like we just, Berlin would pick me up at like 30 in the morning. We go to Hano before school. And then after school, we would do a, like before the football game, we'd have the chapel. And we'd all just do fellowship, we'd all just pray together. And that was very important to me because like, I had a community to do life with. And it was just a really good friendship between me and Brandon. We hit off pretty much right away. And I couldn't be more grateful for our friendship over the years. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Appreciate you, brother. <laughs> well, uh, Garrett Vandervalk and Chris Hoffman and some others could probably speak to the early morning FCAs at Westminster High School, 6.30-ish. Um, you know, it was even tough for me at times as a staff member to, to get uh, there bright and early. But hey, we, we met every week 
um, before school and we dove into the word uh, and we did uh, some awesome things with athletes from different sports right on Westminster's campus, which is incredible. We can open the Bible, dive into it for folks who are either growing or exploring their faith. We did that with the football team as well before uh, football games every Friday uh, afternoon. Uh, we would have an optional chapel and we'd dive into God's word with uh, some of the football team and Miles, I don't think, missed a beat there. Um, Miles, real quick, uh, you want to move that a little bit off? And so one thing, Miles and I sat down on Monday, this is yours. Um, we sat down this Monday to talk about this. And Miles had this Bible uh, on the table when I went over to his house to talk about this. Miles, tell us about what you have in your hands. The third Bible is very special to me. Uh, because back in 2012, uh, Brandon, he handed me this Bible for uh, an Christmas year. And uh, uh, this is the first that anybody had ever giving me a Bible, so it was very valuable to me. And, uh, and me and my dad, we used it a lot, a lot of land, and it's just been a part of uh, a daily life, my daily life, and my dad's daily life. So thank you, Vernon, for sticking me. Bible. Of course. And uh, couldn't be more thankful. So the Bible um, <laughs> is a resource that we give to coaches and athletes. Uh, there's 2,500 staff on staff with FCA across the world, and we and the Bible is obviously our best resource. Um, and we have devotions and scripture and just different things laid out in this Bible and many other different versions of this Bible. But I, I almost had forgot that I gave this to Miles in uh, December of 2012. Um, and just to see the, the wear and tear on this thing and uh, the message written in it for me to him. So it's just a piece of encouragement of um, that this word never fails uh, and that we need to get this word into more people's hands across our community. So thanks for sharing that uh, with us 11 years ago. Uh, it's been put to good use. So, Miles, again, we're talking kind of 2012, um, FCA at Westminster, you get involved, God opens your eyes to the scripture, you get your first gift uh, as the Bible, and then uh, shortly thereafter you got baptized. Tell us about yeah. that. Yeah, in 2014, the year I graduated, I felt called to, uh, to make the decision to to get back there because that the year the year after that I really developed a relationship with Jesus and that became a huge part of my life thanks to people like Brandon and FDA and other people in my life they just became my family and I couldn't be more grateful. That's awesome. Uh, so 2014, Miles gets baptized. So we dive into 1 Peter 2, 9 and 10. We're talking about who you are. So in those early days, 2012, 13, 14 or so, God is really shaping and defining who God is. Uh, and we read that in 1 Peter. Uh, you are a chosen race, a, a, a royal priesthood. You are a holy nation uh, that Peter is writing uh, to these folks. And so 
these words are true even to today, and God speaks this over us today. So God def- defined who you are. You were called out of darkness into a marvelous light. Um, so I want to continue to work through the scriptures here. So that's our first point, define who you are. Second point, we're going to talk to talk through, and Matt talked about this uh, in the first week as well and has been talking about this, is strangers and exiles, who we are. Verse 11, 1 Peter 2, 11. Dear friends, I urge you as strangers and exiles to abstain from sinful desires that wage war against your soul. We learned that an exile is a citizen of heaven. Um, If you are called to walk in the midst of darkness, to go into the midst of darkness and light it up, as Matt says, we must turn from the darkness. We must turn from the things that God has called us out of. So I want to dive in a little bit of Miles' journey and story, um, even way before that, of Miles' adoption. Um, Miles, do you want to dive into your adoption story yeah. uh, early in your life? Can you share a bit about that with us? Yeah. Um, I would adopt this. I was born in Vietnam, and then I would raise an orphanage for my very first year, and then, and then, then when I was one year old, I was adopted by an American mother, which I am so grateful for. And coming to this country, especially in Cal County, um, it's a majority white, white county. And the school that I went to, I'm mostly white. And uh, so, so I've been different my whole life. Because of my disabilities, because of my, the color of my skin. But uh, it's because of that. I am different. And God loves us unconditionally. Amen. Just like my community has loved me unconditionally. But of my disability, because of my skin, no matter what, people like Brandon, people like my mom, people like my dad, my community, they have loved me unconditionally. And people will tell me that I don't fit in, I don't fit into the back, the back. But I don't really care. I'm not trying to fit in because I, 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 I fit in perfectly with God's family. Amen. Yeah. Amen. I want to kind of pull out the gospel that is so interwoven in that story. You, at one years old, you did nothing to earn or deserve or for somebody to, to, to pick you. You were, you were chosen. You were in Vietnam. You were chosen. You were one year old, and somebody adopted you uh, and brought you, the, the, your mom, the woman uh, that adopted you into a, to be a citizen of the, the United States, to have freedom and opportunity and just a small example of how that is in the gospel. You know, where uh, 
we're born into our sinful nature and desire, uh, and God chose us and called us out of that, gave us new citizenship in heaven. And that's defined here uh, in First Peter, and the story of Miles' adoption is uh, incredible. And the woman uh, that adopted you here, so let's take a time out and say happy Mother's Day to all the women uh, who invest <laughs> their lives. And shout out to my wife, I think she's here, Ashley, right over here, who's raising our two babies as well. Um, yeah, so Miles, dive into that a little bit. Dive into um, your mother and uh, the process and what she played in your life. Yeah, um, my mom adopted me as a single mom. Uh, she also adopted my brother, who is from Korea. He was adopted three years younger than me, uh, three years older than me. And uh, the moment that she played in my life, my brother, she brought me to this, this awesome country, America, which, which delayed opportunity. And I, I was too testament to that, because I don't know where I would have been if I had stayed in my life, but I was so grateful for all that she done for me and my brother. And I'm also grateful for my brother to come out in real life. I have no connection with her, but I am so grateful for forgiving me life. And like both and both of my brothers together, well, one gave me life. And the other one gave me an opportunity. So, so I'm just so grateful for moms all the world. We, we love you. We thank you. Yeah. Amen. <laughs> and shout out to Ralph, who uh, is your dad <laughs> as well. So shout out to Ralph in the back and all that he does for, for you and our community too. Um, so to, to, to tie that up, Galatians 4, 3 through 5 talks, us, talks uh, about adoption. In the same way, we also, when we were children, were under slavery, under the elements of the world. When the time came to completion, God sent his son, born of a woman, born under the law, to redeem those under the law so that we might receive adoptions as sons. We see that in a worldly sense uh, in Miles' testimony and story. What life could have been in Vietnam, he did nothing to deserve it. He was chosen and entered a new life of freedom and opportunity in the USA. How much more is our freedom in our citizenship in heaven? So first thing, define who you are. You are chosen, you are God, you are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, called out of darkness into the light. Second thing, you are strangers and exiles. And Peter says, abstain, abstain from sinful desires that wage war against your souls. If you're called out of it, if you're chosen out of the sinful nature, Peter's saying, why are you going back to that? Abstain from those things you are called into the light. Stop going back into the darkness. It wages war against your soul. And then in verse 12, as we um, conclude the, the scriptures that we're looking into, 1 Peter 2, 12, and he kind of gives us the why. 
to conduct yourself honorably. So the three points that we're making is your new identity, who you are called to be, and then who you are, your strangers and exiles, your citizens of heaven. And then the third thing is to conduct yourself honorably. Conduct yourself honorably, 1 Peter 2.12, among the Gentiles, so that when they slander you as evildoers, they will observe your good works and will glorify God on the day that he visits. As we look into the scripture, um, uh, Peter talks about conduct and conducting yourselves in a way. And a question that I like to ask and something that Miles and I reflected on was, what is the best way to lead someone to Christ? And just thinking about that and processing that, I think the biggest thing is that our actions have to validate our faith. So if we're to share the gospel, share the good news of Jesus Christ, our actions, as we see this, conduct yourself honorably among the Gentiles. So when you have the opportunity to share your faith, your actions align with that same story and that scripture and that good news. And I just want to highlight Miles. So it's been 11 years. We look back to 2012, the relationship that we've built when God has called him and chose him into uh, his citizenship in heaven and his new identity in Christ. Um, I want to dive into the conduct and the integrity uh, and the actions that validate Miles because of the opportunity and platform that, that God has given Miles over the past 11 years. Some of you guys might know the platform that, <laughs> that um, God has given Miles. Um, Miles, as I, as I rewind back to 2012, I, I look at Miles and I wrote in this, the Bible, um, since I have been on staff with the FCA, I don't think I've met anyone who is as inspirational as you. So God was having, working through Miles in 2012 in our community right here in Westminster. Um, in 2019, Miles was getting into powerlifting. Some of you guys might know the story. He deadlifted twice his body weight. The video got posted and millions of people saw it. It was incredible. So he was <laughs> pretty awesome. Uh, <laughs> So Miles was having an influence on people in our community here in Carroll County. And then I just want to highlight Miles' conduct of himself um, and his actions of, of validating and affirming his faith. God then allowed Miles to have a platform. Before we dive in verbally here, let's show a, a quick video of that. Finally tonight, America strong, and in this case, very strong. You may have seen the viral clip at the center of our next story. Tonight, meet the courageous young man who is inspiring so many, including Arnold Schwarzenegger. Go, 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 go. In the world of powerlifting and bodybuilding, it's becoming a legendary moment. 25-year-old Miles Taylor, all 99 pounds of him, deadlifting double his weight. <laughs> Miles, born with cerebral palsy, showing what true strength is all about. This clip went viral, ending up on the radar of a bodybuilding icon, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Arnold posting the video on his Instagram page, writing, I have a new hero. You inspire me, Miles Taylor. Miles is, uh, is an extraordinary athlete. So Arnold invited Miles to the Arnold Classic, a premier bodybuilding and strongman event in Columbus, Ohio. Go for it, Miles. You got this. Come on. Miles pulling off his signature deadlift for a crowd of thousands. Yes! Miles. 
Arnold sending us this video telling us what the moment was like. I mean, this is unbelievable. He was a huge star and he got a bigger reaction than the world's strongest man. I mean, people are cheering and jumping to their feet when he lifted the weight. This is how, how much excitement he created. This was kind of a special athlete that he is. I love that guy. And Miles telling us about the thrill that all started with that brave lift, leading to a new friendship with one of his idols. And uh, the death and the coming hero and the true idol and like, yeah, it's just unbelievable. Unbelievable is right, and Miles, you are a hero. Thank you so much for joining us. I'm Tom Yamas, GMA in this week in the morning, and I hope to see you right back here tomorrow night. Have a great evening. Good night. Yeah, Dang is right. Hi, <laughs> Dang, dang is right. Um, God, God entrusted Miles with a platform, and so I want Miles to share with us that journey. The video went viral, and opportunity exploded for Miles. Um, and I don't want to take too much, but you had people calling you, organizations, corporations calling you. Um, so God gave you a platform. Share it with us how you navigated those moments. Yeah, so back in 2019, when the video was about, I was getting so many phone calls, so many messages, so many really big opportunities that could be life-changing for me. And uh, it was just so overwhelming at the time. And like a week after the video went about, I was looking for some guidance, and literally, I called Brandon, I said, I, I want to talk to you, and, uh, and he, he met about. me at Chick-fil-A, and, yeah. and uh, we just talked, and he just asked me how I'm doing, like, I just told him about all the different opportunities I would have, and, the reason why I called Brandon is because we developed a, a bunch over the years since 2012. And he's always been such a consistent person, a man of God. And he's the type of person that I want to get advice from. And so he kind of helped me not navigate some of the, the opportunities. And, uh, no, but more importantly, more importantly, is he really reminds me of what's important. And the most important is, is keeping your faith in the Lord. Mm -hmm. Because when you get a lot of attention, your ego can become huge. <laughs> so, so, like, telling people, I believe my life to keep me humble. Mm. Uh, it, it, it meant so much to me. And I just couldn't be more grateful. And, uh, For sure. Uh, thank My, you. So Miles had the world at his fingertips. Uh, you know, Mikey calling, everybody calling him uh, to, to be a part. So like in such a 
incredible moment uh, and season in his life. Um, Miles just stuck to the truth and what he knew was true in his faith when when it could have went any which way. So I commend you as well. And um, I'm glad we have the relationship where you can give me a call and we can sit in our local Chick-fil-A and talk about, <laughs> sit right here in Westminster and talk about the world looking at this guy, um, which was incredible. So shout out to PJ uh, if he's here. <laughs> for giving us the gospel chicken right down the street. So, <laughs> um, the, the other thing, so as we go to our last point here, um, Miles and I uh, connected at RVR, River Valley Ranch, which I'm sure a lot of you guys know about RVR in Carroll County. Miles, through this journey, also felt called to continue or to continue to work at RVR. Yeah while he's getting calls for every opportunity presented to him. So Miles chose to, to continue in his efforts and his opportunities at a local camp ministry here in Carroll County to continue to share the word and the gospel through that. So, God, you know, God, you know, Miles was at this, uh, the Arnold Classic and you had some really cool opportunities that you took advantage of, yeah. but you stayed grounded in, in your faith and who you were. Um, and your identity that God put on your yeah. put on your life, yeah. the RVR connection, and we're we're going to really end here um, about um, the opportunity and the dream that Miles and I were able to be a part of within the organization of FCA. Um, just probably four or five years ago, I was a part of a small group within FCA. FCA is about, like I said, 2,500 people on staff. And I was a part of a group of about eight to 10 folks who got to think and dream up what all ability sport could be like within FCA. So all ability sport is ministry to folks with a cognitive or a physical disability. We were convicted that we didn't have much if any opportunities to coaches and athletes with disabilities. As a ministry, we were, we were convicted. So we took the first steps. And so when I learned that I was a part of this kind of task force or small group, my first call was to Miles. He, he called me and I'm calling him. Um, and we sat down at RVR. I drove out to RVR because that's where Miles was. Um, so I brought lunch out and we sat down. And I said, Miles, what, what would you what would you envision of this if, if FCA Sports Ministry were to step into this opportunity to provide opportunities with, for coaches and athletes who have a disability? Yeah. What do you think? Yeah. Um, so can you tell us your thoughts and your vision for, for all ability sport? With yeah, so when, when winning came up to me, you know, talking to me about all ability, I just told you, uh, being disabled and uh, having a disability like mine, the sport isn't really an option for a lot of us. So, so when he presented the idea, I like that. Of course, we have to do that. Because, especially with fellowship with an athlete, uh, it's been near and dear to my heart. It's for them to open their doors to a to my community of tables and people, and they have a day where we can just have fun and play sport, which, which is what I love to do, and to also share the gospel at the same time. So, 
that was that's what we talked about. The meeting is fundamental. We just started gathering resources. I shared them up to my resource with you. Yep. You shared them with your resources with me. Yep. And then we we just started planning, planning, and then last year, uh, in 2022, last summer, uh, we were able to put on a bus all over the here, which is something that we've been planning for like. Uh, three, four years, yep. and it was awesome just to see come into fruition. Amen. Yeah. So FCA is an organization dreamed up what this could look like. Miles was one of our first calls. Um, and so about two years ago, FCA made this initiative kind of official within our organization. Uh, and we launched one of FCA's first camps at Westminster High School right across the street. We're gonna show a video <laughs> recapping that. Um, I, God's called me in to serve as the Maryland State Director right now. Uh, we've got 75 staff in the state of Maryland serving all the corners of the state. Um, last year was our first year launching All Ability Sport within the state. We had four camps throughout the state. Um, this year, we're, we're, we'll host six All Ability camps, and then in 2024, we're gonna host 10. Um, our 75 staff have dove in, and the need is like a no-brainer. It's a non-negotiable, um, and so we are excited to, to lead the charge. Six camps in Maryland will be the most in the whole United States, um, and thanks to Miles for his conducting himself uh, honorably allowed him to have a platform that we saw power lifting. And then now Miles continues to have a platform as he continues to live and lead in integrity uh, because his actions validate his faith. And so let's watch the video of the vision coming to life of all ability sport at Westminster High School. We are here at Central Maryland's first ever All Ability Camp. We're providing a camp experience for athletes with mental and physical disabilities. Two to three years ago, I was a part of the Don McClannan experience. My huddle within the DME was tasked with dreaming up what All Ability Sport could be within the context of FCA. Two years ago, I had a meeting with Miles Taylor from right here in Westminster to dream up what All Ability Ministry could look like. Back in 2020, uh, I got a phone call from Brandon. The idea that he gave he put out was the All Ability Camp. No, this is a huge deal to me. That Brandon before this idea to be involved with the, uh, the disability community. I'm still glad to be a part of it. Our camp theme for the year is every. It ties directly in with FCA's mission statement to lead every coach and athlete into a growing relationship with Jesus Christ and his church. If we say every, we need to be serious about every. And that includes every coach and athlete with any ability. Now, I, I said this before, and I'll say it again. Um, 
if we truly want to be, be like Jesus, we have to do the do, do things like the reach out to the, the underserved, reach out to the disabled, reach out to the poor. This is what, this is what Jesus did in, in his lifetime. He reached out to the crippled. He reached out to the, to the dead. My hope this is just not a one-time thing. My hope is that we can do this all over the state or all over the country. So we're off to a good start today. Hopefully in the future we're able to do more of these all over the kids with FDA. Thank you. <laughs> well, the vision's coming to life. Uh, we will end here, so if the worship team uh, wants to join us, I want to finish uh, with a scripture um, out of Matthew 5, uh, 14 through 16, and we'll pray it out. You are a light of the world. A city situated on a hill cannot be hidden. No one, light, no one lights a lamp and puts it under a basket, but rather on a lampstand, and it gives light for all who are in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father in heaven. Amen. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, God, we, uh, God, we thank you. Uh, for this opportunity to share your work. God, you are a good God. You've called us out of darkness and into a light. We are exiles. We're citizens of heaven. We look forward to that, God. We share that with folks in our community, Lord. And uh, God, I just pray over this church, over this congregation, Lord, that, uh, God, that we would be charged, Lord, um, to share your, your good news, the only hope that we have in this world. Thank you for miles and the incredible... Um, platform that you've given him, Lord, and the voice that he has uh, to share your light, Lord, and so many different avenues, Lord. So thank you for the work in his life. God, we just uh, thank you for your word that you shared in Peter, that we have a new identity. We live as exiles in the way we are to conduct ourselves honorably so that your gospel would be made known. God, we give you all the glory in Jesus' name. Amen.
Let us experience the glory of your goodness. Let us become more aware of your presence. Let us experience the glory of your Amen, church. Well, it's been a wonderful day here. Hey, Brandon Miles, if y'all will come, just come up back up here real quick. And um, you know, man, I, how much I love you. Thankful for both of you. And uh, one of the things, man, Miles, we uh, we're so thankful for you and, and the ministry you do, of course. And uh, just in in your kind of honor, we want to um, donate five hundred dollars to All Abilities Camp and uh, just support you in that way, brother. Yeah. And. Uh, of course, we as a church, I mean, that's uh, uh, because you give, we're able to give, but that's, uh, that's just something that's tied to a lot of uh, you guys giving as well. So I want to encourage you to go to MDFCA, is that right? MDFCA.org um, and uh, give towards all abilities. Uh, we're going to take this, or he's going to take this. I'm just supporting him. <laughs> I'm a supporting actor in this thing, but uh, he's going to take this national, and uh, I I'm, I'm trust his leadership and what he's doing. And uh, we're just going to continue to give towards that. Um, but we're just thankful for you and want to do that. And I want to encourage you to do the same thing, to come alongside them in that way. Uh, donate how you can. Uh, come alongside Miles with encouragement. He's uh, back there. He, you know, he's, uh, he's here on Sunday. So encourage him, love on him, pray, pray for him in those ways and give in whatever way you can as well. And also, All Abilities is happening this summer. Yes, You're you going to be there? Yeah, I'll yeah. Be there. All right. You think they should be there? Yeah. Yeah, I do too. So sign up and serve. Uh, you, we don't want you just to serve at this local church. We want you to serve these guys because they're out in the community doing what God has for them in the community. So we're gonna come serve alongside you. Right? Sounds good. All right, church. We love you. Remember, you're sent in the midst of darkness. Light it up. Go light it up. We'll see y'all next week.
you have any questions about the sermon or would like to know more about following after Jesus, uh, please contact us and we would love to talk more about your relationship with Christ and how you can grow in your spiritual journey.